Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast. That man right over there, he is the abaft Brant Kruger of Event Technology Consulting. And that guy over there, he is the grouchy Will Curran from Endless Events. So what does a BAFT mean? That's a new one. On oh, I know. I had that. to look it up. I didn't know what it meant. All so right. uh, it's actually technically an adverb. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Which I'm going to call foul. Okay, if it's in the random adjective generator, then it like it has to that count. Works. But it means okay, right. so it's an adverb and a preposition. Maybe there's more of them. Maybe there's an adjective. I don't know, but <laughs> it means it, it means in or behind the stern of a ship. Near Ab-ab. the stern. Okay, then, all right. I'm following. Behind. I'm following. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling mean, a little bit like I'm behind the stern of a ship today. <laughs> so. And I'm feeling a little grouchy today after a long, long week on site for uh, an event, too. So Yeah, Will I, and I uh, I'd both been on site this week, and that's actually my third trip of January as we're recording this, and I've got one more uh, to go. It's been quite quite the January uh, as, as we do this. So I'm, I'm feeling a little rough around the edges, but so we decided we'd have a little fun today. Yeah, so today we're uh, we're playing a, a a little game which you can actually play at home, um, which we're <laughs> going to include the link on the uh, on the link for the podcast. So make sure to go check out the resources link, uh, which has a blog post and a link directly to the thing you'll need to play along. Don't do this while driving. If you're driving, just listen along and learn along as we do this. Um, but we're going to play a little bit of. Um, Event production or corporate AV bingo. So, Brent, this kind of came from uh, something that you did over the week. Uh, you want to kind of explain what's going to happen? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, as as frequently happens uh, on on these shows, you get you get you know, it's like go 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 go, and then it's like downtime. You know, waiting for someone to go through their slides, or you know, or you know, someone's late for rehearsal, or something along those lines. And so, anytime we had a little bit of downtime, we started talking about kind of corporate AV bingo. And, uh, you know, so I don't, I don't want to give them all away because we've got them all on here. So, so how, how, how are we going to play it? Because you and I both have cards. Is it going to be this happened on our last show? Um, or, so, I, know... so I have a list of a bunch of them. Um, so as I kind of go along, oh, you have okay, the card right. uh, okay. and I have the card. And you're just going to essentially call them what yeah, I'm, we're going to trust that Will's not cheating and only reading the ones that are going to give him bingo. I swear, if I end pointing this, I swear I'm not cheating in any sort of way. Okay. I'm happy to lose this one. Um, but yeah, basically we're going to read out a bunch of things that happen on site and then check and see who gets bingo, which is, you know, we'll do diagonals, vertical, and then sideways, right? That's how. That's the kind yeah. of standard bingo ones, right? So here's, here's what um, I'm going to do. I'm going to, real quick, print this out as a PDF. So that I can actually X them. Oh, off. you don't have to on the on the link we share. You can click. Oh, you on can it click them. Mark your spot. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. So yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. Um, so yeah, so in the game you play along with, we have cards that actually you can check off and play along at home. Um, so feel free to pause this. Go to the show resources link. <laughs> grab that link and then grab along. Um, but th- to to give everyone kind of a heads up, so like a lot of times we're all sitting on calm, which is like those headsets you see the AV guys all wearing, and you know very very subtly like, and you know yeah we're waiting for rehearsals or sometimes you know like. 
let's say for example you have a presentation and it's going and it's like it's on autopilot you know you've done all the work to make everything automated everything's good to go and you just kind of sit there and sometimes you know to pass the time that everyone's just kind of talking to themselves obviously usually hopefully very quietly under their breaths <laughs> right. um so no one can hear them but um sometimes you know like we're we're, we're kind of joking around and what we wanted to do is there's this case of this av bingo game and we thought it would be not only funny for anyone who totally understands has been on com or has been on a production or been on an event but we also thought this might also give an opportunity for us to educate on some of the things that kind of uh, uh happen at events that kind of um Pet, what's the word reason pet peeve <laughs> an av guy gr grinds my gears, uh, grinds my salts, gears you salts know. my wounds no uh maybe mm -hmm. uh, uh, what, what do you guys say on event brew all the time? Spill, not spill the tea, because that's, that's no, that's yeah, what, uh, what grinds my beans grinds and my what beans. spills my go. what spills my cup. Uh, there there's so many good uh, analogies to and, that. And it reminds yeah. me, it reminds me. I, I meant to mention this right away that some of this is a spinoff of of a whiteboard Wednesday that you and I did, um, where we talked yeah, about yeah. Uh, shit AV people say, um, which was a spinoff of another episode, which was shit AV, which was shit event planners say with Aaron Kaufman uh, on on uh, event icons that we did. But the uh, should AV people say, we actually reached out to all of our production friends and technical directors to say, you know, what was the one thing that you wish planners knew? What was the one thing that you just wish that they would understand? And so we kind of put together a list of the top five things. Um, I don't know if it's worth recapping those uh, just as kind of a baseline. I say we tell people to go check that Dive out. In. If you haven't yeah, seen, that, if seen that Whiteboard Wednesday, go, it's we'll fun. include a link down below. This is yeah. going to be a resource-packed resource episode, which yeah, I didn't even think Wednesday. it was going to. <laughs> yeah, Whiteboard Wednesday, should AV people say, it's uh, it's kind of basically the top, uh, I'd say actually about 10 or 15 things that uh, all of our production folks, friends said, uh, man, we just wish planners would understand this kind of thing. So definitely worth yep. checking out. Absolutely. All right. So you ready to play? Everybody ready I, to play I at home? Am. So we're going to kind of discuss these uh -huh. as we go, kind of uh, the. Uh, yeah, the yeah. I say we we, yeah. we we read it and then like you know mark off your box and then say like if there's any learnings or anything like that, maybe we just talk about Sounds it. Sounds good. Um, so, all right, you ready for the first one? Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. So the first one is a. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, am I supposed to? Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot how bingo works for a second. I was like, wait, do I say yeah. B1? Yeah. All right, yes. So uh, first one is adjust lectern before speaking. Oh, adjust lectern for before speaking. Um, and I don't know if this is one that's separate. I, I do not have that one. I don't um, have that one. I don't oh, know dang. if this is one that's a separate item or not, so we'll have to see if it comes up. But I would also throw in adjust micro gooseneck microphone on the lectern oh, yeah. podium because I've seen there was a guy on one of my shows that it, it was literally a tick where he would go <clears throat> and then he would hit <clears throat> like between oh, and every tap. oh yeah. and then tap his laugh yeah and, and so it'd be like so uh, i want to welcome everyone <clears throat> and we to the uh, conference that we come <clears throat> <laughs> and he would just oh every single one you probably i don't know if that's coming through in the audio but i've beaten on my mic every yeah time yeah I, I definitely can hear yeah it. and so yeah. it was it was brutal and so the other thing is that you know you the audio technician will, will go through they'll ring out the room they set the microphones up just perfectly exactly the way that they want them it works for tall people it works for short people and then the person comes up and they just <laughs> just bend the snot out of that thing to get it out of their way so that they can read their notes or something along those lines yeah totally totally I, and i think that begs the thing that like the need for even just having some every person go up and speak at the microphone that's going to be speaking exactly because it gives the audio engineer a chance to make sure it's perfect make sure that it's at the exactly the level they need it to and it doesn't keep moving and i think the reason why people don't like it i mean you kind of demonstrate if no one heard it is that it makes noise that is really hard to duck down and mm. bring the volume down while someone's adjusting it like if all of a sudden your hand reaches for the mic 
especially if you're still talking, yeah. the audio engineer can't bring it down. So just something to kind of keep in mind, guys. Always give a chance for every single person who's ever going to speak a chance to talk on the microphone beforehand. Hopefully, in, and we'll talk about rehearsals probably at some point, it's like in order right. of which they're going to speak. Right. So, so you know, no way. yeah, tall person, short person, short person, tall person. Yeah, and, and what people don't realize, too, is the audio engineer a lot of times has on their board, they're labeling, like, first speaker, second speaker, mm -hmm. third speaker. So then that way they know when, okay, now first speaker is done, now second speaker, okay, I go to this fader, this is the one that controls the second person, so on and so forth. All right, you ready for the, the next one? Bring it. All right, this one's one of my favorites. Presenter clicks laser button instead of the slide advance and blames the crew. So they say, oh, my gosh, the clicker's not working, and they're pressing the laser button because so the, so the slide advanced systems that we use is the perfect cue and it has four buttons on it typically there are ones that only have two for people to know that it is possible there's forward slide backward slide which is kind of standard then there's one that's blackout that's my favorite too is they press the button that blacks out the slides and then there's a laser button and they usually end up <laughs> clicking it because it's on the right hand side and it looks like it means next but really the next button is the top and it's the biggest button and they always end up clicking. And it's so button. tough you, because you, if I had my way, you would never get the one that has the blackout button and the laser I button. Know. But literally on this last show, we had a presenter that like discovered it and he was so happy. He's like, oh, this is awesome. It's got a laser pointer on it. And was like using it like during his presentation, like you got to point this out. And this is, you know, I mean, so he was so happy that it was on there that it's hard to, you know, it's hard to take that away. But then at the same time, so many times I've seen exactly what you're talking about where they accidentally hit the blank or they accidentally mm -hmm. hit the laser and why isn't this working and i'm clicking and nothing and then i think i think all of these could probably have the asterisk afterwards that then and then blames the crew you know like the dot 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 <laughs> yeah you know? so all yeah, of these true, will probably true. have the dot 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 uh and then blames the crew um totally, because i've seen that totally. now i will say you know this is one that i didn't hadn't seen before we also had a perfect key remote on this show that only had a forward button only so it was a forward literally button. the only thing on there. No backwards yeah. button. Yeah. Now that's a little dangerous yeah. too, in case someone does need to go back for some reason. Yeah. But, um, I was pretty. That's why you gotta have a graphics operator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's when you know you would coach them to say, you know, if you need to go back, just say something. Um, totally, totally. But that's that's so that's living on the edge. Absolutely. And well, it, I, mean, I mean, a lot of this is going to come back down to what you already said, and we're, we'll probably emphasize this a few times over the course of this episode is that's why it's important to have rehearsal so they can get mm -hmm. used to the clicker and they can realize totally. okay it's the big green one not the little green one and not totally. the not the one with the circle on it and all that kind of stuff a pro tip too is that uh, your AV company, uh, your graphics operator, the person who's managing all the presentations and usually handing the clicker finally off and loading the presentations on laptops, um, they usually, uh, to the best ones, um, I know Byron from our team at Endless, um, tapes over the laser button and the blackout button. Yeah. So even though you can technically press it still, um, it's covered up so you can't even see that it's there. So usually just visually avoid it. Um, but yeah, and then that's why it's good to also, again, have a graphics operator who can kind of take over. If they hit the blackout button, they can immediately go up and hit B on the keyboard real quick. And yeah, so, um, cool. All right, you want to continue down the line? Bring it. All right, this one's really interesting. I mean, like this one's, uh, it, you know, very, we'll see. But dumps out of the slideshow. So, for example, you get to the end of the slideshow, and they hit end slideshow, and they hit next mm, after yeah. it's been black. Yep. And it shows their entire desktop with 300 icons and the picture of a wife in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Was that actually, that's a lot of words for the, for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it literally reads as dumps out of slideshow to show desktop with 300 icons and picture of wife in a bikini. Wow. Okay. All right. 
Um, so my my well, I, I don't I think it dumps anymore uh, on PowerPoint. I think it just goes to black. oh it, oh yeah no uh, I think it does. It says like click one more time to end the show. Mm, okay. Um, but the pro the reason why you haven't seen it in such a long time is because you're working with good crews. And so the pro tip on this one is that again, reason why you want a graphics operator is that usually when they they know which slides are coming up, they know which is the last slide. Then what they do is on the perfect queue, you can actually turn off control, so yep. they can no longer keep clicking, so it stays on that slide. And we call it, you know, you'll hear it all all the time right at the end slide, last slide taking away control. Yeah. And boom, like that's the easiest way to avoid that. The other addition that I'll tack on there is if you've got a theme slide or a conference slide, you know, throw that at the end so that the person hits oh, their yeah. last slide of their presentation. And then if they do advance, it's just a conference slide and they're less likely mm -hmm. to then to try and get another one and another one and another one. Cause it's like, Oh, that's clearly not my presentation anymore. So we'll just, you know, I, I'll, I, that must mean I'm done. Yeah, totally. We were really bad at that. For a while, our our decks when we present, we didn't have. We always our last slide was your contact slide, yep. so we'd also hold on your contact slide as we're like people are walking up and asking questions and things like that, rather than coming back to like a, a thank you slide or mm -hmm. yeah, the the main presentation logo. So that's a good pro tip too. All right, you ready for another one? Yep. How many How many do you have so far? Uh, well, I was tr I was debating whether or not to say. Uh, if we should just keep it a surprise. Oh, okay. You know what I okay. Mean? We get, well, how about this? Maybe when we, when I get halfway down. Through, oh, okay. So, it, oh, wow. Okay. I'm down for this. Just let, totally keep it a surprise right, when we yell right, bingo. Right. Okay, cool. All right. I'm down for this. All right. Um, if you're playing along too, let us know how many it takes for you to, <laughs> to, to win too if you beat us. All right. So, on to the next one. Uh, this one's really funny. Uh, when the song Happy by Pharrell is the theme song <laughs> or a presenter's walk on th song. I think. Yeah, well. I think, yeah, I think that that's, that's a given. Um, and man, I, there's about five songs that I could include in here uh, that just don't seem to go away, you know, no matter. What are yours? Uh, well, okay. Uh, you've got uh, living in the hall of fame. So hall of fame uh, is one. Mm -hmm. um, uh, lately we've been hearing a lot of um, hand clap. Uh, been mm -hmm. hearing a lot of, um, uh, the uh, I'm bad with song names, um, oh, but the, I'll <laughs> be okay, Not not yeah. even joking. This is one that I thought had gone away. I just recently got the "Can We Have Thunderstruck" uh, for the walk. Oh, that's actually I, I'm, that's actually, huge in Arizona because that's, that's, that's been twice in the last two months. Twice in the last two wow. months, I've had a, a presenter request "Thunderstruck." Actually. Um, but, but happy for sure. Uh, that's, that's gotta be a, uh, that's gotta be a, a bingo slot on that. But I, I think there's, there's several songs. Thunderstruck, I think should be a bingo slot. Cause that one, I don't think is ever going to go away. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, uh, and I think the, one of the things that most people don't think about too, is like, they might hear that song once, but if you think about it, we again, like kind of going back to that theme we always talk about is that we go to so many. Mm -hmm. So we hear that song over and over right. and over again. And it's just like, it's, it's definitely overdone for sure. So Get more creative songs out there. <laughs> all right, or, all right. Or, or maybe the... just care less a little bit about it. Like I, I definitely am of the mm. opinion. Just let the audio person roll. As long, you know, you can usually get a vibe of like, yeah, they're on it. They know what's good. You know, and yeah, so totally. it just drives me nuts when you're when a rehearsal grinds to a halt, so you can get four executives standing around on the stage. Go, what, what, uh, what do you like? Uh, and then we'll offer something. No, don't like that. Well, what do you want to hear? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what else you got? You know, oh, that's totally. like a half an hour later, uh, and then you wind up being thunderstruck anyway. Yeah, <laughs> well, one of my, well, I mean, that, that's one reason why I stopped being a DJ too. I mean, like for those who don't know, the, the long backstory of Will is I used to be a DJ, and uh, I mean, I just kind of got sick of it becoming the request show, mm -hmm. uh, rather than people just judge like be just 
being willing to to let me do my thing, you know, in right. some ways. Um, and yeah, I mean, like if you think about it, the audio engineer sees way more audiences than you probably do in some ways. So like you're saying, like trust them, trust they know what they're doing. And here's a better one too. Don't come up to them, you know, during your rehearsal, ask for the song and your rehearsal is right before you go on because right. they need time to prep these things and all this. Like if you want to do custom songs for everybody too, like let them know like in advance. I don't know if that's a one. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we later. had in our list, I can't remember if it was in that list of, of, uh, should AV people say or not, is just don't assume that every audio engineer has every song ever made at, at their fingertips. Um, and yeah, maybe you can bring it up on Spotify. Maybe you can't, but you know, don't assume they've got good Wi-Fi access even for that matter. Yeah, for so, sure. you know, sure. if you're going to be really specific about what songs you want people to walk up to, really do please make sure that you give them time, uh, to be able to try and pull it down uh, you know, cut it to the big part, you know, so that it goes at the right mm-hmm. spot. Because a lot of songs have like a real slow warm up. Um, you don't want that. And some audio engineers are way comfortable with that and others really aren't. They like, I, I push faders and make things sound good. I'm not a DJ. Um, <laughs> totally. And one more recommendation that I'll throw in this, and I probably, we probably have to keep these short, otherwise we'll never get through these games. Yeah, I know. But, this is going to be a long episode. But, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, these are all, like you say, pro tips. So it's, all of these are going to go to making your event better. Is I actually have been uh, at an event where they brought in a DJ, and it was fantastic, you know, where the DJ oh, then that. handled all of that for the, you know, for the A1. So the A1 was the one, you know, pushing the faders and, and, you know, making it all go. But then they had a DJ whose sole job was to do, it was to handle that two seconds before I walk on stage, you know, Oh, Hey, can I walk up to Thunderstruck? Yeah. Okay, man, I got you. And you know, knows to cue it to the big part and all that kind of stuff. So that's another, another great uh, tip that if you know, and then you can use that person uh, for other parts of your event, right? So you bring them in, they're there for the GS and then, you know, they quick go change and then they're there for your cocktail reception or your, you know, dinner party or your dance party, you know, later on. So multiple use for that same person. If you're going to pay for them to be there anyway, you might as well, you know, get some get some more out of them. All right, I like it. All right, on to the next one. This one's kind of in the same vein as the first <laughs> one, but ta- taps the mic. Mm, um, yeah, tapping the mic is not how you test a mic. Just start talking into it. Yeah, that was that that was definitely <laughs> on our list uh, on site on this last show as well. Is the old is it oh, is it is this on? Um, especially in Q and A sessions, you know, there's always that guy, uh, that does that. And then I've got another one on that vein, but we'll see if it comes up. All right. Next one is room is a sauna for labor days, like load in and load out, <laughs> but a meat locker for the show days. What was funny is like, usually this happens because we want to save money and the hotel doesn't want to turn the AC on. It's going right. to cost money for that day or whatever it is. Um, but that's like the day you're moving around the most and lifting everything and getting the most sweaty. So if there's one critical day, maybe during load in would be fantastic. people. <laughs> so, so was that um, tap mic? Uh, I just have to get a clarification on that. Is it specifically mentioned tapping the mic? In the... It just says taps the mic. Okay. All right. All right. Taps the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to, I had to clarify. Uh, I, had, I had one because right, right, right. kind of combined it there too in there that uh, when you said it. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Only says taps the mic. Yeah. But um, yeah. The, also, Meat Locker one too. Like we, this last show, we for some reason one of the days it just kept getting colder yeah. and colder yeah. and cold. And at first, it, so here's the thing. I I have a good 
cold tolerance. So when people are like, oh, it's cold, I'm just like, okay, it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. But then if I get cold, I'm like, oh my God, this audience must be freezing. <laughs> and it's usually and it's usually in video world and backstage because the drape goes all the way to the ceiling. So it traps all the air back there where the vent is. <laughs> so it just gets really cold. And you go out yep. in the audience, you're like, oh, it's so nice out here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and just to kind of right. word, and this is not meant to be yeah. in, in any way a dig, but I was just working in the, in the sale pavilion in San Diego Convention Center. So that's the one up top that's kind of like a tent. Um, And so just kind of a word of caution uh, that, you know, I'm not bagging on the venue, but a word of caution, it would be freezing in the morning, nice and comfortable in the afternoon, and then freezing at night. I think just something about the tent and the sun going Uh, down, and I don't know if it's the air system, but literally, and I have a pretty high tolerance too, um, you know, being from Minnesota, hey, we're in San Diego, it's warm. Like I literally got out my North Face jacket and hat. Um, I was so (laughs) cold. You could see your breath in in, in the in the venue so just be advised uh, if you're going to be in that venue bring a sweater that's all i'm saying remember like temperature gauges yep. for the for the future yep all right uh next one uh oh, this one's kind of interesting has script won't follow it <laughs> okay yep 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 no <laughs> I mean, i've this met one's... those guys too yeah i mean this one's more of just like it's funny um but like i think the the learning on this one is like don't have a sit in rehearsals and we say, okay, tell us exactly what you're going to say for us to launch this video or do this yada, 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 but then don't follow it and say something completely different. And then we're like, wait, was that the cue? She's pausing. Oh, wait, I think it's time for the video. Play the video. Play it. Play the video. Yeah. I'd say that's the bigger, the bigger takeaway is that if you tell us this is exactly what I'm going to say, and then you don't, you, you, you don't get to complain about yeah, the cue totally, not going totally. off on time. As a show caller, that definitely happens all the time. Oh, yeah, I'll tee it up. It'll be real clear. I'll be like, let's roll the video. Okay, and then it's like, and this is what happened. Um, video? Video? Um, video? Do we have, do we have video? Do we have video? Yeah. <laughs> all right, next one I got is, uh, these are some of these are just really funny. All the keynote animations. All the keynote animations. <laughs> all of them. Especially like the bullet sound for every letter that shows up. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I don't know. No, but one of, yeah, one of the nice the things that I always used to say about Keynote, though, is that it actually didn't give you that option. You know, for years, years, PowerPoint had the option of Random. randomized transition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so at least at least Keynote didn't give you that option. But yeah, all, all the Keynote animations. That's very true. Moving on. So funny. I think. All right. Moving on to the next one. Um, presenter wearing a lav stands in front of the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So once again, importance of rehearsal, right? The importance of talking things through, the importance of, uh, you know, explaining how feedback works. I had, to, I had to literally explain to a presenter once how feedback works um, because it just was not clicking. They were doing the thing where they kept holding the microphone further and further away um, when they would start to hear feedback. Oh my gosh. And so so this is another one of those teachable moments, right? So if you're starting to hear feedback and you're doing a handheld or something like that, hold it closer to your mouth, not further away from your mouth. Yeah, it's because the audio engineer is trying to boost the volume right, to try to right, compensate right. for you being farther away right. and you being quieter to it. So therefore, it's picking up more... Um, of the ambient noise, which right, and which feedback. then gets picked up by the speaker, which then, or which then goes through the speaker, which gets picked up by the mic, which then goes through the speaker, which gets picked. So that's why it's feedback: is it actually ramps up? You're actually feeding back from the speaker to the mic. That's how feedback works. And so it's one of those mm-hmm. things that if you then walk in front of a speaker, it's going to do that. So it's picking up the mic through the speaker, through the mic, through the speaker, through the mic, through the speaker, and then it creates that tone that breaks yep. all of our ears. 
Well, I think it's also important for people to know too that labs are the are the are usually the least preferred type of microphone to be on stage mm. too, uh, especially big rooms or someone walking on the audience, things like that. Not in a controlled environment, a hundred percent. If you can try to go for those he- nice, what they call DPA headsets, mm-hmm. Countryman headsets, Britney Spears mic, uh, Justin Timberlake mic. I've heard it called everything. <laughs> All of those. But get, yep. get, you know, they're fifteen bucks extra to rent from your AV company. They make a huge difference. Um, and then just make sure you have a good audio engineer who knows how to use them the right way. Because yeah. if you're starting to hear scratchy noises and things like that, it's because your guy has a beard and all that stuff. It also stuff. depends on we'll how quiet the room is. So if you've got mm-hmm. a loud room, especially, is when you want to work to those. those and define like loud versus quiet room, not like loud meaning people are noisy. Oh, actually, I do. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you in, do? That, okay, in, that you same, do. in that same event in the sales pavilion, they had a, a live trade show going on. And so mm-hmm. that brought up just kind of the general noise floor, just the murmur, you know, murmur, murmur, murmur of people, you know, milling about the uh, trade show floor, which made, you know, we had to raise the volume then, and then it would start feeding back. And so as soon as we switched over to handhelds, it got a little better. And then when we switched over to, to the countryman style mic, it got even better. So we were able to, you know, just get a little bit more volume out of those um, mm-hmm. instead of instead of using the lobs. So another thing to be nice. aware of. Nice. Um, well, speaking of laws, mm-hmm. um, rolling the next one, which is, can we add eight more panelists with laws to the stage? And I'm guessing probably right before the people go on. Right, right, right. Yeah, right before. Let's say that's the worst case scenario. But even if it's like a rehearsal day, like you already have all the, the AV and everything like that set up. So I think this one's related more like quoting and stuff like that, that a lot of times we'll ask in the quoting process, like how many maximum number of people will be on stage? And then, you know, then comes the day of and someone's like, oh, actually, we need eight. And we're like, you said there would be maximum of four pan- right. person panel. They're like, oh, well, we added this person, this person, this person. Is that OK? And you're like, well, I only have four mics. <laughs> right. Yep. And that's a great way of asking the question. So as, as AV suppliers, we should be asking that question. What's the maximum number of people, uh, A, that would be on stage at any one given time, but also B, in any one given session, right? So that you're not rapid yes. rapid fire swapping out mics. Like in one chunk of, of sessions and right. people on stage. Like Bob's got to like go that. up and then it immediately goes into a panel and then Steve comes up, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, we just need to be aware of that as well. Yeah, totally. And if, and if you're doing a big panel too, like consider doing handhelds. I mean, like you don't do eight people need to talk at once, right? Or really maybe four, and each person shares with one other person. So something to just kind of keep in mind. All right, ready for the next one? Yep. <laughs> this one's funny. Can you fix the text in this video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly what we're talking about and, here. And this yeah. isn't related to PowerPoint. Not saying can you fix the text in a PowerPoint in a video. So most people don't know that, you know, it's really hard to edit, obviously, video and it's finalized. It's like what they call rasterized. It's like been permanently jumbled together, right? Like you can't change text inside of a video. Let's just, we'll just say that you can't text unless you have a video editor, you're ready for like an hour and the all, oh my gosh. Yeah. Not possible. So it's another reason why it's important to rehearse and it's important to communicate these things to your executives. So a lot of times when we're doing the big, pretty center screen panoramic content, it's not being built in a PowerPoint It's being built as video rolls. So, you know, when you do like a name reveal and it splashes and rolls across the screen and that kind of thing, a lot of times those are being built in video. Um, as video rolls and then running off a media server of some kind. And so it's important to let people know, hey, that's not PowerPoint back there. So it's anything, you know, it's got to be approved in advance. Um, It's really important that you look carefully for like, you know, is their title wrong or their name spelled wrong? Because 
even if it's a really short video and your video editor is there on site, it's like impossible to get anything turned around in less than 15, 20 minutes, you know, to be able to, you know, get a hold of that person, give them the change, they bring it up in the software, make the change, re-render it, output it, get it copied. I mean, it's just by the mm-hmm. time you do all that, um, it's, you know, it's just not going to be possible to get any change, no matter how small done in less than 15 minutes. And I've definitely been asked exactly this question. Oh no, his title's wrong. Can we get that fixed? Well, show opens in five minutes. So <laughs> if you want to roll, an untested video, you know, then yes, but you know, that's otherwise um, being real clear about how you're doing the presentations and how you're doing uh, name reveals and things like that with your client, I think is really important. Um, I I know we're, this is going to be a little bit longer episode than usual, but I think that we're teaching so much good stuff, but I have this one little small funny story. We can do two parts if we need to. I think we could do corporate bingo one and corporate bingo two. Not until one of us wins. I, okay. I want right. one of us to win. But um, a small like anecdotal story from this last show is that we did a video. We got handed it to it. Like, um, and 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 granted, they were like building these incredibly beautiful slides and videos and things like that. Like, so I don't understand why it was t- taking a little bit longer than usual. But um, they had a video editor on site, and they were building a um, what was it like a end of the show recap video, yeah, like a happy face. So they hand it to us. They give it to us. We didn't have a chance to roll it at all, Ooh. and they just handed it to us, and we're like, okay, Ooh. we're gonna test audio but did all the things and then we hit go and the graphics operator which is byron um goes well get ready for a 13 minute no! long recap video oh! and we're, we're all like wow 13 minutes like oh my gosh well i guess they know their audience they know what's good and we're yeah. like okay cool 13 minutes so then um right when they said it over the queue and the camera drug mat looked at the client and said, said like hey, man like you guys really like these videos this is a 13 minute. he's like this is 13 minutes long he's like whoa he's like okay whatever like the video editor knew what to do so like three minutes in or something like that, all of a sudden it's like da da da, and thank you, and it fades to black, and we're like, wait, is that it? Wait, is that it? Oh my gosh, I think the video's over. Go dump in the preset drive and then yeah, launch yeah, this, yeah. and then blah, blah, you know, I think, and it turns out the video editor exported the entire timeline With 10 of the video, of black. And, and it was ten minutes of black. In the oh, end. Yeah. I can feel, I can feel it coming like a train in the dark. It was just like, oh uh, my gosh, and it was, it, it, we had no idea because it, we in our software it just shows it's thirteen minutes long. It doesn't like you know, and so that right. was just really funny. Uh, I gave some uh, some crap to the video editor, and I was like, I was like, you got us good. And that was a good prank, and she was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And we're like, no, it's okay. Like, when the, luckily the client's super duper patient, but and fun the ta- stuff. the takeaway right. on that is just always, always, always roll your video from start to finish in rehearsals. You know, never, never, mm-hmm. never. I, I strongly recommend ever trying to you know, get someone a video file while you're already in show, you know, without Mm -hmm. having rolled it on the main screens with full audio uh, uh, Mm -hmm. during rehearsal. Preach, preach. Preach. Well, speaking of rehearsals, what about when people are late for rehearsal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, this is a big grind my gears. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, uh, it does, but, like, I also understand, you know, because I yeah, guess I'm technically an, an executive, so I've had it all the time where I'm late to rehearsals and things like that, but, yeah, I mean, it, what I think more grinds my gears is late for rehearsal, but then forces us into overtime, and I have to have strive in the conversation of, like, they missed their rehearsal time, or they missed the three rehearsal slots we gave them, and now we have to try to fit it in after the session, and now we're going to go into overtime, which might push us into this and this and that. And I'm always ba- sat about because I have to be like, look, like we're about to go into overtime in about 45 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, but like we have, like 
you know, and but luckily, I mean, patience for sure from clients when that stuff happens. Like just know when you, you're given rehearsal slots and you say these are the ones to pick from, these are the ones to pick from and stick to it. Yeah, I always, yeah, and you're exactly right. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to get upset, you know, somebody's a little late because they got delayed coming out of a session or something along those lines. I think where it yeah, does totally. bother me is when um, uh, you've got a crew of, you know, 15 people sitting around and, you know, the, the they're just like standing in the back of the room, like talking to someone, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's, or, you know, something along those lines or, um, you know, they, they, they miss their rehearsal and then want to come in over the one, you know, 45 minute slot where the crew has to get lunch. Um, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, I've definitely seen those types of things happening where the late for rehearsal, um, not just becomes your problem as the vendor, but like literally impacts the show, you know, because they're, mm -hmm. you know, coming back later or then something doesn't get run or something doesn't get tested or something along those lines. So yeah, well, of course we get it if something comes up, um, but more just about, you know, being respectful of everyone's time and understanding that you're paying for those people to be sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. All right, so this one's good. We've been grinding on a lot of like audio and video, mm -hmm. but uh, we haven't got a chance to do any lighting ones oh, so far. Oh, okay. One, All right. This one's one of my favorites. Um, so the person's up on stage. They're squinting. Mm. And they say, can you turn the lights down? <laughs> is there something? Yeah. Is there something you can do about these lights? Oh, these lights are yeah. great. I think even just yeah. referencing, you know, in general. Oh, yeah. Just, even be, saying, like, just yeah, being yeah. like, oh, you know, boy, I can't see any of you because these lights are so bright. You know, I think that's definitely a bingo moment is when the presenter references the fact of how, br how mm -hmm. bright the lights are. And I, I think the the learning of this one too is just like this is why you do rehearsals and, and with the lighting guy too there so he can put the yep. stage wash on they can see how bright it is beforehand. That didn't actually happen at all this entire show. They mm -hmm. were incredibly awesome. Actually, no, you know why? Because I think we ended up uh, dimming the lights down because they had no cameras at all. Oh. So most people don't realize that the reason why it's so bright is that we want to make sure they look really good, obviously, for cameras primarily. But with our show, we didn't have any cameras at all. Um, so we brought it down to like 30% on the on the stage wash, um, which probably helped a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you, so, you, that's a fantastic yeah. point, Will, is that, that most of the time, uh, if there's cameras involved, you want it as bright as possible. You know, you can always dim something down um, from, from cameras, but you can't ever make something brighter. This is very true. I've absolutely right, been in the, the... Well, let me just throw one more thing on there. I've been yeah, in yeah, a position yeah, please, please. where the, you know, the CEO is like, I need a dimmer. I need a dimmer. It's too bright. I can't see. I can't see. I got to mm -hmm. see the people. And then afterwards, they came back and complained because the video was so dark. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, true. we can't make it any brighter without making it noisy and, and weird. So, you know, if if you if the recording is important, you have to communicate that to your speakers that it's going to be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it has to be bright if you want the recording for something later. And I think a lot of times we think about the big shows where you have a lighting engineer and like, you know, full rig and all these things like that, too. But also think about the times when you have a really small meeting with, you know, you want to keep it cheap so you don't want to do any rigging. Right. We yeah. have a small stage, so, you know, we're only going to throw a couple lights on there. And they end up being put in the back of the room. Mm -hmm. And because you don't want to rig and you want to keep a ground sword, they end up being, you know, maximum, usually about 10 feet tall, sometimes 15 feet tall if you're lucky. And they're obviously in the direction of where the audience is. People always complain about the lights being bright. If you want to make it so people don't complain about it being bright, 
do the rigging, get it up high so you can get that nice like 45 degree angle, whatever you have to hit. And that will help a ton because then that way when they're looking out, it's just at the top of their vision rather than being directly out in the audience. So a little quick pro tip for you guys on and there. One, I get one, more, one more on this. Yeah. I, can't, I, I knew you wanted to move on, but I just got to throw, throw one more on. And that is that, you know, you really think about your audience. You know, who's your primary audience on this? I was on, it was like an investor call type thing um, where the in-room audience was only about 20 people. And then it was being live streamed to, you know, several hundred you know, people who or possibly even mm -hmm. thousands of people that were investing in this company. And um, they didn't want to put lights on. Uh, and so it was super, super duper dark, because it would have looked weird to the 20 people in the room. But you know, you think about though, the 1000 people out of the room. So yes, putting lights on the people in the small breakout room with only 20 people in it might feel a little weird. But the thousand people who were looking at it were looking at an incredibly dark video feed, you know, that looked just awful. So think about who, who your larger audience is, who your primary audience is. So true. So true. Um, all right. This next one feels like the person had like just a, a fight to pick with like one specific <laughs> show um, because it's very specific. Okay. But it says medical show schedules breakfast lectures and working lunches with no crew breaks. That is so basically you're eating specific. lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Very specific. So obviously working lunch, meaning that they're literally sit you're at your desk, yeah. you know, running the audio lighting while eating. And then usually breakfast lectures means that it's really early in the morning. So there's no chance to grab breakfast beforehand or the meal that you're being provided again is you're working while you're eating breakfast. So yeah, and that, oddly specific. Yeah, we don't need to go too <laughs> too too deep into this, but just it's it's always good to make sure your crew is getting breaks. Sometimes it's legal requirements, sometimes it's union requirements, you know. So just always making sure that they've got you know time to unwind. Not just because it's the right thing to do, but also it's the right thing for your show. I mean, if you burn a crew too hard, too fast, too long they're much more likely to make a mistake. Um, you know, those long days can be brutal, you know, for your attendees and your crew. So when you're doing GS for, you know, nine hours and then, you know, down for an hour while people go change and then back to awards for a three hour awards program, that's brutal for everyone involved, not mm -hmm. just, uh, not just the crew. So yeah, really making sure that they've got time to, to, to take a break and turn their brain off for a minute. Cool. Cool. All right. This one, uh, white slides with black text. White slides with black text. <laughs> the most like, but it's like the most boring looking slides I think that you potentially could have, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, the only thing that I'll say for it is that uh, it's not it's less of a problem now. Um, but I always, I always used to recommend high contrast, right? Because mm -hmm. those, those old LCD projectors would be so, you know, washy, you know, that they just didn't do mm -hmm. gradients very well. Um, so you really wanted high contrast. So, you know, gold on blue or blue on white or something along that, but definitely the old black text white screen is, is pretty brutal. Well, I don't think I'm gonna win this one, but um, I'm I, real I have, close, I baby. I got a couple. Oh, you are. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty close too. But uh, one of my mine says blue slides with yellow text. So it's funny you say blue no, slides not, with gold no. text on it. And I'll tell you why when we get when somebody wins because I've got one that's arguable as well. Okay. All right. All right. Um, well, I'm not saying that necessarily I should get that one, but I'm just saying that uh, I don't. I do think blue slides with yellow text is really hard to look at sometimes. <laughs> um, it can like, be, for just, sure. For sure. If your text should just probably be white, if let's be honest. All right. Um, next one. Presenter stands off. Oh, sorry. Presenter stands beside the lectern or off stage. So there's like a lectern mic, and they're not right. mic'd up, obviously, and they just stand off to the side of the the lectern. 
It's kind of like the the crunching of the of the microphone. I almost wonder if it's a personal space issue. You know what I mean? That someone has consented yeah. to be. I'm going to be just at the uh, at the lectern. I don't want to get mic'd up. But then once they get there, it's like oh, I don't want this mic in my face. Yeah, totally, totally. Or it's like, oh, hey, I want them to be able to see my body. Or hey, they're asking. I notice a lot on question and answer yeah. too. Yeah, you you feel like weird being behind the podium while they're asking you questions and things like that too. Um, but yeah, um, just stay in the mic. Um, well, oh, this is a great learning opportunity. But we um, we were talking on our show. We had a, a, a lectern only award show, and mm-hmm. we said, hey, we recommend the main presenter also put a headset mic on. Um, and the reason why is just a backup. If yep. she walked away and just started talking, you know, this exact scenario, we would be prepared. But also at the same time, it, God forbid, I mean, it shouldn't happen. It's a wired mic. But if the podium mic or the lectern mic goes down, right. you know, you, you'd have a backup on there. Um, but then, you know, it was one of those things where I said to him, I said, you promise she's not going to talk outside of the, <laughs> the, the lectern? Promise. And Pinky swear. And I said, because if you do, we're not going to be able to pick her up. And then if that if there's any issues, I give them like all the warnings. They're like, yep, yep, we'll be fine. No worries. And I was like, cool. I mean, again, if the pony, the lectern goes down in that case, like we're going to do everything and get another one up there immediately. But, um, you know, you do what you can. All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. All right. This is one of my favorite ones. Attendee ignores the Q&A mic even after <laughs> reminder of recording. <laughs> so that like they, yeah. they, they, this happens all the time. I I noticed like a lot of times like people put the, the runners in the back of the room. Yep. Put them in the front of the room. So yeah. Everyone can see there's a mic. That's a fantastic tip. Yeah, because and then you're, they're be in. Yeah, they're in your vision. You can't ignore them. Totally. You don't get that. Yeah, I was wondering what you think about next quarter. <laughs> How do you think oh, the sales are gonna go? Uh, and then <laughs> oh, and the worst is then you get they get the mic with the last two uh, words. Could you they, could you could you please say that into the mic? Yeah, sure. Totally. I I think so. I was wondering. Cause... How do you think that after the quarter is gonna go? Sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think training the presenters too that if someone's like, you know, th- this one obviously says, and they've been reminded, but reminding them, say, right. hey, can you just wait a second before you ask your question? We're going to give the mic. And honestly, like, we're not sponsored at all by them in any sort. I just love their product, but, you know, um, get a catch box too. Like, that oh, yeah. increases engagement of question and answer by like 100%. Like, you know, and it takes a little bit of coaching and things like that. So I taught the, the, the moderator and a couple of presenters how to work it exactly. And then once they get a feel for it, man, it is just so high energy. And, and no one ever starts talking until they've been thrown in the box yeah. because they're like, they know that's the cue that they can start talking. Love it. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, this one, uh, I think actually I can do a really good brand impression because it's written kind of how brand would, <laughs> okay. would right. talk. Um, right. so, right. so here we go. Here's my best brand impression really quick. Oh, and by the way, there's a live band and dancers in five minutes. Okay, all right. I'm I'm not going to judge the impression because if someone asked me, put me on the spot and asked me to do a Will impression, I don't know how well it would go. Oh, you've so. done it before, but they're they're uh, yeah. yeah they're they're cruel. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. Not so like, oh, by the way, there's a live band and they go on in five minutes. Is yeah, that what it is. Okay. Yeah, like not giving you the show flow and telling you what's happening. That's I think the learning of that yeah. one. Yeah. I think yeah. I think less likely is the band, um, but you know, just because yeah. people are smart enough to go, okay, there's you know, there's instruments, there's ca- there's cabling, mm-hmm. there's chords, but what frequently happens, I would say, is any kind of like, uh, not not necessarily like a DJ DJ, but just like you know, we want to have oh, we want to have some background music in the reception or something along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, yeah, oh yeah. By the way, um, can we get some? You know, we got that reception out on the terrace uh, in like twenty minutes. Can we get some background music out there? That kind of thing. <laughs> totally, totally. 
All right, ready, ready for the next one? Yeah, I just want to double check, make sure. You just check to make sure you didn't win. Okay, all right, good. All right, so this one's good. Don't put the cameras on the screen, just the slideshow. <laughs> mm. Pay all this money for iMag, okay. image magnification, all and right. then just, oh, no, you only want slideshow to it. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll push back a little bit and just say uh, as a show caller, you know, sometimes, you know, if, if I get a full rehearsal with the person and I'm able to see what their presentation is and get a vibe for, mm -hmm. you know, how many slides they have, how quickly they're advancing, you know, do they kind of drop into stories or do they just, you know, do they hang on this one slide with one bullet for like five minutes, mm -hmm. you know, but if I don't get that, um, you know, a lot of times you're just kind of playing jazz and trying to figure out, okay, when can I go to camera? When do I need to be in presentation? Um, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. I have absolutely had a client be like, eh, just, just don't even try anymore, you know, cause we're trying to sneak it in, you know, we're trying to cut to it and you know, the guy then just moves on immediately to the next slide. And as soon as you think he's going to tell a story, then he moves on to the next slide and the client's just like, no, just don't worry about it. You know, just don't even a good video engineer though can, can keep up with that sort of thing too. I mean, I, I'm talking about like yeah. the, the, at the start of the show though, they say okay. like don't, yep. the whole show, don't put cameras to screen mm -hmm. and you spend all this money on iMag. And I've had that happen before. It's like it just never is being used. How about the caveat of when a speaker is like, yeah, I don't want to see myself up there. That drives me up. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, dude, one too. you're in a room, you know, with a thousand people in it and you're the size of an ant, you know, at the front, <laughs> you know, or more, you know, 10,000 people. That's true. And, you know, well, I just don't like seeing my face. Well, nobody likes seeing their face on camera. Yeah, you know exactly, what? exactly. You know, there's a reason I shaved my head is because I got tired of seeing the back of my head a thousand foot tall on <laughs> iMag when the lights are on it, right? So, it's, it's you know, it's one of those things. It's like nobody likes it, dude. Get over it. I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> Um, next one we got is uses the handheld to gesture while speaking. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. <laughs> so like that's they're taking one. the mic and pointing yeah. it at something while talking. <laughs> Not much we can do about that one. We'll just chuck no. that into, uh, put that in the rehearsal bucket. Yeah. Yeah. That's a funny one. All right. Here we go. Wants a two person camera shot and two presenters stand at opposite ends of the sides of the stage. So they want, Literally I think saw that on my last show. So, so you're talking about like in one shot, they're like standing next to each other. You want having one, like, so they're both on screen at once, basically. Yeah. So we, it's, it's, it's it was someone who was getting an award and they were both mic'd up and they both started at the, at the lectern, but one guy was not, I'm sorry, one guy was not mic'd. So he was at the lectern and the other guy was mic'd. And so the other guy starts telling a story about, you know, how great he is and how wonderful. And the other guy just like slowly starts backing away <laughs> <laughs> and literally goes. And so the camera's slowly pulling out and slowly pulling out. And he takes another step back and he pulls out a little bit more and takes another step back. She was a fantastic camera operator, but, but it was just one of those things. Eventually, he was so far away on stage that the iMeg was smaller than the real life people. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? Don't worry. Just, just zoom in on the guy that's speaking and telling the story and, yeah. and don't try and get the two shot. So I don't know if that's specifically what this person was, was talking about that added it. Um, but I've definitely seen that where it's supposed to be kind of a nice, you know, a nice moment and someone just keeps backing further and further away. I like it. I like it. Coaching right. rehearsal. <laughs> yes. Next one. Uh, the hotel rents out a ballroom next door for a loud event. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a fantastic one. Always <laughs> yeah, know saying. what else is going on during your event. I always like it when you're in the middle of the show and all of a sudden you hear something and you're like, 
what is going on up there? And it's like they're loading in semis or something right, like that right. in there too. Something like that. Like, okay, especially if it's air walls too. Like, just make sure you know what's going on. My know? last show, we were that group. We were the, the annoying group. There was someone <laughs> next door and they did like a full-on military cadence with like 500 dudes of like, da, 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 da. It was so loud that whoever Damn. was next door had to be just hating hey, them. Dude. I like it. <laughs> All right, next up, this one is classic, classic, classic. I don't think I've ever had a show that hasn't had this before. All right. This almost is a free space. Last-minute slide changes. Yeah, that is almost a a free space because there's just not much you can do about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think one of the things, too, is just making sure that as long as you as the planner or you as the client or the presenter is understanding that, like, this is what's happening – you know, like I had a client once that said, like, look, it's not lost on me that the reason why we went long on rehearsals and doors had to be held is because I got you the deck 10 minutes before a show. Right. And 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 they were awesome. And I appreciated that they said that, too. So for you know, me, because pers- I, I want to do everything I can. I was going to say, pers- I want to do everything I can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will always wants to do whatever he can. Let's, well, it's true. It's true. Um, you know, I, I struggle with this one as well, obviously, you know, to a certain extent, it's part of the game. Um, I'm always, again, a big believer in communication of, of saying, hey, we need it in advance. We need it on Friday so that we can combine the decks and, you know, make it all one deck so that we're not trying to flip between decks, you know, between speakers, you know, those kinds of things. Um, we, you know, one of the shows we finished up, there was a, it was a heavy Google Slides show, and there really wasn't a good way to, you know, combine the decks um, because they were actively working on them uh, until the last minute. And so literally there would be enough time of, you know, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome John Smith. And that was the time that the graphics op had the time to change between decks, which is not enough time. And so we were kind of doing the thing where like, well, let's load it on the backup first and then we'll switch over to that if we have to and that kind of thing. It's just not a clean, you know, it's just not a good idea as a general rule. So even if we, even though we have the technology to make last minute edits in like Google Slides and it automatically updates and all of that kind of stuff, I just don't recommend it. It's, it's, it's just, you know, I would rather have my speakers be done with their presentation or mostly done with their presentation. And then, you know, have those last couple of days to rehearse as opposed to be working mm-hmm. on their slides. And and I freely admit, I'm not good at that when you, when you and I are speaking. Yeah, yeah, you know? bad. I'm like my own worst nightmare when it comes to speaking at a conference. But, you know, just be done with your slides and then rehearse it so that you're not having to work on it to the last minute. That's best practice, at least. Definitely, definitely. All right. So close. I'm so I, close. I only have one left on here that I'll have to refresh and grab the rest of the list. Oh, boy. But crew call is six hours before rehearsal to justify a 10-hour day rate. Ooh. I can't say that I've for sure seen that happen, but I can't say that I haven't. Yeah, you know I don't know. I that mean? sounds kind of weird. It sounds like almost like the AV company has yeah. designed it. So rehearsals are I've away. definitely I, had open rehearsal time, and that's the same kind of thing I was talking about before, where it's like, okay, we're just going to have open rehearsals so anyone can stop by and go through their decks between 2 o'clock and 5 mm-hmm. o'clock, and then nobody season. shows up. Yeah, so, totally. yeah, again, you've got 15 people sitting around doing absolutely nothing because totally. it's open rehearsals, and, and they can just come in whenever they want. Totally. Totally. So I technically blacked out the card that I was using as the reference. Okay. So I just refresh it to get some more and then just keep going down them? Yeah. All right. Because you, you're clo- you're close. I'm so close, too. Yeah. All right. Refreshed oh. it and got a whole Otherwise, new one. we're starting over. It'll be a <laughs> six-hour episode. <laughs> All right. Um, we got the, the lectern. All right. Here we go. New one. Can you hear me in the back? 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just another microphone thing of just yeah. like, hey, can you, can you hear me in the back? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, no, there's that was the reason there's an audio engineer yep. getting paid a lot of money to be in the back of the room to make sure they can hear you in the back. Uh, rehearsal bucket. We'll put it yeah, in the rehearsal bucket. Um, oh my gosh, somebody's. All right, here we go. Presentation is nothing but graphs with eight point legends. <laughs> Finance meetings are so notorious yeah. for doing this. Yep. Horrid. Oh my gosh. That's when um, you need like an Adrian Seeger who talks about like doing human graphs. So you yeah. can actually like visualize stuff. And also I will say one of the better presentations I saw was one of the last times I got asked to bring in an overhead projector. And we were like, really? An overhead projector? And he's like, yep, I got a whole thing. And we, we kind of scoffed and we're like, well, how could that be? And we got him to at least do an overhead camera so that we could send it through the video channels. Yeah. And it was actually one of the better like financials presentations. So he literally drew the graphs as he wow. went and I was like so you can see we had this dip here around you know the 80s and then this is why and it was actually a really engaging presentation so um, mm. just be careful about you know outright uh, denouncing technologies uh, that are might be a little old absolutely all right next one uh, quote can I leave my bag here okay all right <laughs> I mean Talking no, about like the tech it, table or? it depends if you're the client if yeah. you're the client then yes <laughs> but right rando you know, yeah, definitely the tech table, uh, stage risers, backstage. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if you're a presenter or your client, put your stuff wherever you want to put it. Like, we're we're happy to do that. But, like, if you're a random attendee, please do not ask us that question. Yeah, and, and I'm going to throw in, it's, this is probably one of them somewhere, uh, is, hey, you know a place where I can charge my phone? Oh, God, uh, yeah, You know, because yeah, they look yeah. and they see right. all this technology back there, and they're like, there must be power. Yeah. Hey, man, can, I can I charge my phone? Can I charge my phone? And also, I have literally seen someone unplug the lighting console to plug in their phone. Um, wow. So <laughs> well, I've no, seen a robo camera get unplugged to charge yeah, their phone, too. <laughs> that's, 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 some, that's some huevos right there, being yeah, able to, sure. to say, I'm just going to unplug random thing yeah. to plug in my phone. Yep. <laughs> um, and I'll just throw, you know, if we, if we, if this winds up coming up later, then obviously we can ignore it. But, you know, say, along the same lines is like camera platforms. So when oh, you've yeah. got the camera platform in the back, you know, I've seen people sit on the camera platform. <laughs> I've seen people lean. I've seen people hang their bag on the camera stick. Um, I've seen people, you know, uh, drinks, you know, you just set the drinks down on the camera platform. So all of a sudden there's like 47 empty glasses on the camera platform because once one person does it, then everybody thinks they can do it. You know, all of those things, no go, please no. Put, put no. pipe and put drape, you know, drape around your cameras, put some rope and stanchion around your cameras uh, to keep people out of the way. I like it. All right. Ready for this next one? I so I'm like one away in about five different directions. Come on, man. Uh, I'm one. I'm Set two me away. Up. All right, here we go. Unsolicited audio advice is given. Bingo! Oh damn! I'm like one away. No way. Yes, we are the <laughs> champions. No, no that is, way. That is a good one, though. That's a good one to, to potentially go out on. I think we'll have to just scan the <laughs> list here uh, yeah, as we yeah. wrap up just to make sure that we're not leaving any good ones out. But unsolicited audio <laughs> advice. Or, uh, uh, or uh, like, yeah, lighting advice, any, any kind of, like, technical advice most of the time. I mean, like, it, again, if you're the client, we're gonna, we'll are gonna listen to you when it comes to, like, of course. especially lighting stuff. But, like, yeah, don't say, like, oh, yeah, like, can it, you know, do this, do this, and this. And, like, you're like, I have two speakers this is all I can do with it. <laughs> um, I think the way that I'll expand, expand on this is, um, and it's just something that's been bugging me in the back of my head for a little bit now, is that when something goes wrong, somehow people think we don't notice. Yeah, totally. 
you know, like they're the only person in the room that notices that the mic is feeding back or, or something, you know, or that the left screen just went blank, you know, and, and they, you know, blow up, you know, texts or, you know, or they come running back to the tech table, you know, and it's just like, you know, we notice these things and, you know, we have to, you know, you got to be nice about it. You know, we, we totally understand because it's your show and you want it to be perfect. But I think it, for some reason, that's just, that's grinding my gears a little bit more lately is this assumption that like we didn't notice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe it's just been the last couple of shows and I'm, I'm sleepy, <laughs> um, but it just feels <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know, we, we know we're working on it. And, and what's, what's all, what's unfortunately almost worse is that when like multiple people come running up. So like the first person runs up and you're like, yep, we're working on it. And the next person did, Hey, feedback. Did you know? Some yep. Yep. We're working on it. Okay. Yeah, we're, 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 yep. We're working on it. <laughs> it's like the, the fourth person comes up, the fifth person comes up, you know, that kind of thing, uh, can be a little frustrating. So I guess I would say, uh, you know, maybe give a glance over to see if they're, you know, you know, are people just staring off into space or do they seem to be actively like flailing around trying yeah. to fix something, you know, kind of thing before you go diving into, did you notice that something's not working? Totally. Totally. Well, congratulations, Brant. I was literally one away. Yeah. All I needed was leave trash on camera risers or... Which I so spoke spoke about. So, wow, I didn't realize that was one. So, yeah, leaving, yeah. leaving stuff on. The yeah. other one that I had that you that was questionable, um, because you said taps the microphone, and then you're like, yeah, is this thing on? So I have one that's labeled, is this on? <laughs> so oh, I do why, too. That's I why I was trying to that. clarify. I was like, wait, yeah, is that yeah. one? Is that two? Or is that you know a different thing? Yeah, good um, question. So let's let's kind of look at our lists here and just see if there's any any ones that are worth really you know some of these are obviously just kind of funny some of them are kind of pet peeves like some of the ones that we talked about um, that were just kind of funny on the show is like attendee leans on wall lighting panel you know because <laughs> uh, there's nothing you yeah. can do and about the lights that. just go on all of a sudden yeah oh literally yeah all the house lights come all the way up because someone or all the way off uh, because someone leaned on a lighting panel um, those kinds of things there's really not that much you can do about it but. Let's kind of take a look at the list here and see if there's any yeah. big, big takeaways. Um, so here's one good one. A video is an external slash server slash or external server slash YouTube link. So yeah. like they come up with a video and it's, you know, and we talk about this all the way in our internet things, but if, if you're requiring internet, you got to make sure you have a hard line because that's going to be critical. Um, another one too on here is, um, stands in front of projector. I think yeah, that's really yeah. funny. Yeah. I think anytime you're back is, you know, that same, much like leaning on the camera platform, uh, when you've got those backstage, um, scaffolding, uh, mm -hmm. with, you know, projectors on them, like people don't always look up. And so they, they, I've seen people lean, you know, presenters and things like that lean against those, um, again, kind of hang their bag from them, something along those lines. And the tiniest mm -hmm. little bump on those can knock projectors out of alignment or shake or those kinds of things. And same with the camera. Uh, presentation is online with no USB copy. I mean, yep. it can work. <laughs> it can work if you've got solid internet. You know, again, like yep. I said, the show that I was on was 50% uh, easily was Google Slides. Um, and it, it was fantastic as people were making changes. We were able to update it right away. You know, refresh. Boom, I've got the changes with no USB involved. Um, but it's that dangerous kind of Pandora's box of like, yeah, but now they're making changes to the last <laughs> minute. Uh, so be careful what you wish for. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, the rest of these are pretty pretty straightforward. We kind of talked a lot about some of them are microphone etiquette keeps coming up. There's a lot of microphone etiquette yeah, in these things, yeah, yeah, and yeah. again, just rehearsal and knowing, you know, knowing, you know, you know, the Q and A, you know, telling your mic runners to stay there. You know, don't just hand them the mic and then back away. Stay there, so that if they are doing the the belly button. 
you know, mic hold where they're holding the mic down by their belly button, which, by the way, doesn't talk as well as you think you would, you know, um, you know, you know, just sneak over there and say, you know, put it up to your mouth, you know, that kind of thing. I think goes along and, and, you know, keeps backing away from Lecter and Mike, um, yeah, you know, yeah. the grabbing of the mic that we talked about before, you know, just rehearsal yeah. and talking to folks and really making sure they understand mic etiquette. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I think I think that does it for the 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 corporate AV production bingo. We're gonna include a link because there's some that we we obviously didn't have a chance to read. This is obviously a lot longer than our usual episodes. Yeah. Um, but we thought it'd be fun to do. Um, and uh, hopefully it was full of some learnings as well and was fun. And hopefully you were playing along as well. Um, and hopefully you won by the time I just, that I, I just went re- through a whole. I refreshed just to see what came up. And so it's the opposite. Shouts directly into lectern. <laughs> so again, microphone etiquette. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, puts live mic off center. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, here it here. is. Use camera riser as a seat. <laughs> yep, yep. Fonts not available. Someone forgot their show blacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two solid hours of grip and grin. <laughs> two hours. Yeah, it's yeah. all one. Presenter reads every single word of a slide. <laughs> I think it is worth, and maybe this is worth talking about for an event icon show or, uh, you know, maybe event brew if, if we really want to, you know, dig into the the nitty gritty of it, but the idea of thinking about awards programs and just thinking about mm-hmm. our days, you know, we have talked about on event icons, uh, you know, leaving more white space and stuff like that. But well, we I, just talked really about just, on event brew. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really occurred to me, uh, uh, you know, the other day, just like, you know, man, sometimes these people just run their attendees ragged, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, it's breakfast at 6am general session starts at seven thirty, goes until, you know, three and, or, you know, goes until 10, then two hours of breakouts, then lunch, then two, hours of breakouts then back for general session then like an hour off for dinner and changing and then awards like a three-hour award ceremony man i wouldn't want to go to that show you know this is supposed to be like a recognition or a sales conference or something like that who would want to do that like that sounds painful that doesn't sound fun or educational or you know any of those kinds of things so i think really rethinking well, it sounds like I already kind of went off on the tangent, but you know, I think it's worth. I, th- I think it's still worth an, an episode to, to talk about the you know the design, mm-hmm. where we're not just killing our attendees uh, to try and pack in as much stuff as possible. Definitely, I think we definitely need to do a like yeah about award shows and how to read award shows in the twenty twenty second. Are we in twenty second century now? I always get confused. Twenty no. first. We're still in twenty first century. All right. All right. Let me take this one home for you. Thank you, everyone, for playing along with some uh, uh, corporate AV bingo. Brand, thanks for being a contestant. Congratulations. Your prize as a brand new set of show blacks <laughs> all right sweet. I uh, congratulations anyway. i love it i love it um and thanks to everyone for playing along at home hopefully you learned a thing or two and had some fun playing along um and yeah if you enjoyed this week's episode uh, make sure to head over to your favorite podcasting platform um which you can find right on event brew no well, not event brew oh my gosh so it happens when wills too, so many podcasts, too many podcasts too many podcasts um event brew is where the other one is and then event icons is where the other one is um, but thank you. If you want to go check those out, grab all the show links, favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, which is Brent and I's favorite, Google Podcasts, Spotify. All those links are right over at eventtechpodcast.com. Also, we'll include a link to the uh, corporate AV bingo card as well, so you can play along if you didn't send us home. More. Or, send us more. Send us more. What are the ones that us. we missed? Yes. What are the ones that you're like, oh, bingo? You know, anytime, oh, anytime a presenter does it, anytime a presenter looks down at the DSMs, the downstage monitors, and goes, "Can that be any bigger?" I think that's got to be one. <laughs> I can't read my one. notes. You know, that's, that's got to so be one. So all of those, send it to us. What did we forget? <laughs> Hashtag event tech podcast. 
Yeah, and you can also email us right at eventtechpodcast at helloendless.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Maybe we'll do corporate AV bingo two or yes. round two or something like that, and maybe I can actually beat Brant for once at bingo, um, and that'd be fantastic. So thanks again for everybody tuning on in. Rate, review, subscribe. You know what to do. We can't wait to see you next week right here on the Event Tech Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast.